This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. And then everyone said, Jabroni. Jabroni. J-A-B-R-O-N-I. X-Y-Z. A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter. You spell Jabroni. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Two Jabronis with a Wrestling Podcast. BJ Cruz here with my tag team partner. The man who is the brainchild behind all of Retribution's individual names, the incomparable Jeremy Loss. Jay, what is up, my dude? You know, of all the insults that you've hurled my way when you introduce me every week, that might be the worst. Uh, I've, I've been saving that one. I've been saving that one in the holster. And uh, it, it felt good. It felt good to uh, to put that blame on you. It, and, uh, I mean, I hope you enjoyed it. I legit saw those names uh, on Monday, and I like almost threw my phone. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like these are the <laughs> dumbest fucking names I've ever heard in my life." And we could talk about this. Let's get through some things, and then we'll talk about retribution. But I'm just going to warn you guys now. I'm upset. Uh, yeah, it was. Um... Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. There's, there's some stuff to talk about. But in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts. And if you're one of our fantastic Apple Podcast users, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling spicy, leave a review. And our Spotify people hit us with that follow and help us climb those Spotify charts. And make sure that you follow us on social at 2 Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, make sure that you also subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's two Jabronis with a wrestling podcast. Ben has a new mic. I have a new camera. Everything looks great. So make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Jeremy A. Loss. And you can follow Ben at Cruise Control. That's control with a K. All right. So we, uh, we didn't have our regular Tuesday show this week. We were so demoralized by raw that we couldn't bring ourselves to record. I'm kidding. Uh, we just, we, you know, it was your son's birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. To to your your little guy, he's always oh, not so little anymore. He's uh, I know he's six and he's a pain in the ass, but yeah, yeah. There you go. Put him to work. I he, also he have should, like he... endless amounts of monster trucks in my house right now. Just they're everywhere. Every time I turn around, there's a monster truck. So um, that's his thing right now. It's Lord help monster me. trucks. And he's like, good. I gave him a bath tonight, and he's talking about like how his favorite new monster truck is the Brodozer because it has a diesel engine that goes a lot faster than anything else. I'm like. You're six. Why are you talking to me about diesel engines? I mean, he's not hes not wrong. Uh, <laughs> he's getting older now, though, and we do need an intern for this show. So um, he, you, he might be able to talk to his father about getting some work on the show. We need some people to run the, uh, the socials, uh, get people to subscribe. I think he'd be a, he'd be a good fit. Yeah, you know? yeah, he, yeah. He can, uh, he can reach our monster truck audience that we haven't tapped into yet. I used him I, for I my... Know. I used him for my day job, so I have no problem us- utilizing him here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was a great find. All right. So, man, man, oh, man. There is um, there's a lot to say, and we, uh, we're going to say it. But all that being said, we are going to stick to wrestling. And we should talk about it. I think we should stick to wrestling. And for this week's Stick to Wrestling, we uh, were talking retribution because... We did it on Monday or Tuesday. I'm sorry. And my God, we, we alluded to it a little earlier in the show during the intro, but the names of retribution, the ones that were unmasked anyway, quote unquote, who, to just reveal more masks. Yeah. Uh, so I'm let's, not- let's start there. Let's, let's start with the masking, right? Let, let, before we even get to the names. So they invade raw. 
in the regular black ski masks that they've been using for what feels like two years now, but it's right. been a few weeks. And they pop them off only to reveal like a like these knockoff Bane masks, and but also these people who are anti-coronavirus because they're <laughs> they're not trying to spread the uh, the germs that coronavirus can. Uh, no, can because no, not really though, because like the masks are on. But the, the well, no, Mia, Mia, Mia Yim's was was very much just a regular mask that you would use to go to Whole right. Foods or something like that. I mean, know? it's just like I'm looking at them now, <laughs> and like this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I, I'm sorry, like I, I saw people online like saying like, oh, like. When has wrestling not been comical? And like, there's always these really dumb names in wrestling, like uh, Hulk Hogan and the Giant. And like, I'm like, that was like in the 80s, like even in the 90s and like early 2000s, there were dumb names. But like, my guy's name is Slapjack and T Slapjack, T Bar, and Mace. And Mace. These so are the, not it's not sounds- only that. They're so the names are the names. On top of that. They're also, I think, all of them, all in all caps. <laughs> so it's not just, it's not just, hey, it's Mace. Hey, it's T-Bar. Hey, it's, uh, oh my God, what's the third name? Slapjack. Uh, uh, Slapjack. I'm sorry, how did I forget Slapjack? Slap. But it's, yeah, oh, just let that it's, say, his name is Slapjack. How the fuck are you supposed to take them serious when his name is Slapjack? I, like, the moment I saw that, I was like, this, like, this was already done for me. But I was like, it's done. It's over. It's a wrap. You can't, you can't convince me any other way. I'm never going to take them serious. I'm never going to think that they're a threat because for one, they're wearing the dumbest fucking mask I've ever seen in my life. It's like an S&M mixed with like Slipknot fans. I just don't fucking get it. And then they'd say, my name is Slapjack. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> come on. So, and also they took Dominic Djokovic, they shaved his head and they gave him stupid fucking contacts. Like, why do they feel the need to give these guys stupid contacts like they do it with the fiend which is fine i guess whatever but he has stupid contacts he's trying really hard to do a bane voice and he's not good at it and then like mia yim just looks like mia yim with a mask on it's like oh like the moment she took her hood off right. it, that's me like, oh that's that's definitely mia yim i i feel like at some point <laughs> keith lee poke his head out and be like uh are you are you my significant other because just, you certainly look like her very much so and just, your group attacked me. Her, just, that, that group attacked his. Him right. It's just week. like, it screams to me that they have absolutely no idea what to do with the NXT talent. And they're just fucking winging it. And, and you, you can look at Keith Lee too. Like there's a report from Dave Meltzer saying like, they don't have plans for him. They're literally just got to keep him in the, like as a main event player and just kind of float him around. Which is wild. And Which like, is wild. it's wild. It does. It makes no sense. Like, how do you bring somebody up who just won two belts on NXT bring them up to do absolutely fucking nothing. And now you have Mercedes Martinez who had just made a like pretty sizable debut on NXT. Yeah. Yim who challenges for a title. Who's a really well-known popular wrestler. Dominic yep. Djokovic who continued to put on great wrestling matches in NXT who by himself has the look, has the build, has the skill set to be a Vince guy. And they put him in that stupid thing. You have Shane Thorne, who never really kind of did anything crazy in NXT, but, like, he's pretty solid. And you have Dio Madden, who looks fucking great, you know, and who has an incredible skill set. And you're just like, all right, cool, we're going to put you in the dumbest fucking gimmick on the planet. And, like... Okay, so all that means... No, 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 this is great, (laughs) because now this will make my question that I'm about to ask you sound even worse. But (laughs) is there any saving retribution? And if so, what is that? Because I think there is, and I think there's, but there's only one way to do that. You save them by making this a Dark Order style thing, and you have a leader. Right. That, that's also my answer. It's, it's, it has to be a big name leader. It has to be Kevin Owens. It has to be Keith Lee. It has to be someone who's near the top of the card on Raw to be their leader. Because as constructed, unfortunately, 
not everyone watches. If you watch Raw, that doesn't necessarily mean you watch NXT. I mean, it should go hand in hand, but not a lot of people have that much time to watch that much wrestling, right? Not, not everyone is a, is a goddamn mark like you and me. So right now, this group probably feels, I mean, they, it probably feels k- kind of big because they keep putting them in the main event spot and they keep talking about them. And they're supposed to be putting them in, um, in a Survivor Series match. Right. But right now, like to, to your point of, you know, seeing their names, seeing their look, like if I just watch Raw exclusively, right, and I see this group, how am I supposed to take what they're doing or be feel a certain type of way about them? And it's, it's, it's super like we feel a certain way about them because we know who they are from NXT, right? So we have a little behind the scenes look if you will, and every wrestling smart mark out there probably has that. But, man, they they need a big name to be that leader, like like a Brody Lee, right? And and look, Vince and WWE will never look at AEW and say, look, we need to copy what they're doing. But, dude, you kind of need to do what they're doing. They, they need it bad. And, I mean, this is the same thing that happened with Dark Order. Like, they had the... They had the minions before the leader, and like it was flat. And then when the leader came, it helped a little bit. Now it's kind of falling flat again. But I mean, it's much better. It is much, much much better. better Much, much better. Um, Also, side note: I'm a huge fan of Evil Uno. I I I tweeted this out on when um, yesterday watching Dynamite. His match with Hangman Page was pretty fucking good. Uh, It was really good. Evil Uno is is great. but yeah, they need a leader. I don't understand why they felt the need to put masks on them. I know that they were wearing masks when they attacked, but I felt like that could have been part of the gimmick where they, when they attacked, they wear masks. Like, just have them, like, I know that they're trying to do, they are trying to do this Antifa angle where, like, they're mass vigilantes. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. They don't need it. Just have them come out almost like the Shield did. Like, they come out and say, like, here, we're, we're here to, fight against the powers that be and bring retribution. And we don't need to wear these stupid masks that take away from everybody. Cause all people are talking about are the looks and the name. Well, it's, it's also, it took away the moment of the reveal, right? right? Because if the reveal was, Oh, you know, they were people that whoever was on the raw commentating team that night, I forgot who it is now, but that they could sell to the audience. Right, like, oh, that's Dio Madden. Oh, that's Dominic Dajakovic. Oh, that's Mia Yim. And then you kind of give a quick background. Like, that's a way to introduce them to the more mainstream audience. But like to basically repackage them on Raw, it it, it just doesn't make sense. And then yeah, like the masks, like the mask to mask reveal did nothing. The mask to face the reveal. reveal. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> always yeah, it was like the stupid sting reveal. Um, but on this, I think we just got blue balls by it because you're like, oh, at some point, Daija is just going to take his mask off. And you're like, oh, he's arrived. And that's awesome for him. That's awesome for Raw. Right. Um, but they take that away with these with these knockoff Bane masks. And now, like, you can't go back. Like, they changed their Twitter names. Like, all, all um, Slapjack, T-Bar, and uh, Mace all changed their names on Twitter, which, by the way, made them lose their verification. <laughs> so now they have to get re-verified it's by just, Twitter, and it's it's just this whole mess because well, didn't didn't Slapjack change his name in a way that he kept his verification because all he did was just X out Shane Thorne? Well, maybe that's the I, I forgot. I, I was I only saw Dijas and um, and Dio Maddens. Well, I know like so, Dijakovic like deleted everything. Yeah, and he's only now starting to follow people. Yeah, so, so like it's all just... his, all the followers that he was following, and then completely, you know, changed his name, all that stuff. It's, oh my god, I just, I just, I hope that this was some sort of long play to get a bigger name leader in there to have like a Dio Madden and a, and a Dijakovic kind of like at that person's side to kind of run the show as like and, they're as as like the minions like yeah i agree right. in order to say like badass this, like even more badass versions of, right. of the minion it's just like i have no hope that that's gonna happen i have no hope that this is a long-term story plan um this is going to 
if they don't have a long-term story, this is going to dissolve into comedy in weeks. And this is going to turn into like, do you remember the oddities in the attitude era where like it had just a whole bunch of like random people and they came out to like circus music. Like, they had Oh the, yeah. The giant, they had yeah. the guy that wore the Cartman shirt. Like, yeah, it's going to turn into that. Like it's going to turn into this, like a comedy sandwich because nobody's going to take a fucking tag team serious when their names are T-Bar and Slapjack. Like, can you imagine? And the new Rally Tag Team Champions are T-Bar and Slapjack. Yeah. And like the other thing too is how do you sell t-shirts on that? Yeah, exactly. I get I get you can sell the retribution one. Like that one's fine. But once these guys and girls go individually, like you have you should give them individual shirts, even if they are part of a group. Like I might buy a T-bar one just out of from a pure comical standpoint. Just just for the banter. Just to, and I would wear it at like WrestleMania, just, <laughs> just just to screw with people, just to have people be like, "Are you wearing a T-bar shirt to WrestleMania?" Absolutely, I am. But yeah, it, I don't know if they've thought that through, or if this is—I mean, once they see the reaction, I guess another question I have for you is: Do you think there's any chance that they go, "We should maybe tweak this again and say this was like"? a half reveal for these guys. So, and then they, then they reveal themselves to be Dominic Dajakovic. Similar to what they did with the um, Viking experience or the Viking. Right. I mean, like that reaction was so negative and that was just their name. It was nothing against the people themselves. Right. They changed the tag name. They didn't, they didn't change the actual names of the wrestlers. Like they've continued to go by air or Ivar and Eric and Ivar. Right. And yeah. that's fine because that wasn't that wasn't a huge thing. It's not like they named him some sort of stupid Viking name that would have probably haunted them the rest of their career. Th- these names just flat out aren't good. They're they're barely names. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I refuse to recognize another mace other than the rapper from Bad Boy. Oh you know? yeah. So it's like unless like part of me is hoping that this is just part one of the reveal and that there is another part two where the masks do come off and the names just kind of go back to normal. And, and maybe the, the names thing has that ship has sailed because of how they've treated it on Twitter, but I'm holding out hope because that's who I am. I'm glass. I, I, glass I have full. Kind of guy. I have no hope. I have, I, I fully expect this to go down the drain here very soon. I'm interested to see what Mia Yims and, and, uh, and uh, Mercedes Martinez's names are. Like, I'm sure they're just <laughs> awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just wow. like for, it was, for what it was they've been doozy. billing, for what they've been billing, this was a total and complete dud. Like, this was awful. Yep. And it just reminds me of how, like, Vince wanted to debut the, re- or the revival, like, in those really, like, comedic costumes. Right. And, like, those, like, medieval court jester costumes. Right. Basically. And so, like, it just it's it's another sign that like he's losing touch, man. Like he just doesn't get it. And I know yeah. he's a he he's considered a genius, but at some point you just be like, hey man, you're like out of touch. Like that's not what wrestling fans want anymore. Like literally all they have to be is themselves. People want reality. They want to see just wrestlers go into the ring and wrestle. Um and their character be a part of them. Like maybe a a, a it's themselves turned up to eleven like MJF. Like MJF, I'm sure, is not that big of an asshole, but like he may be a little bit of an asshole, and it's just him turned up to eleven. Like that's what right. people want to see. They want to see some sort of realism, not some fucking six foot twelve man in a mask that looks like Bane with a name T Bar. Like we're not in the '80s anymore. Like we don't need like these, um, like over dramatic, cartoonish characters. And when they when they stripped down too, like when they kind of took the masks off and kind of revealed their more wrestling gear, they also not only were they wearing knockoff Bane costumes, they felt like not a knockoff version of the Shield. Yeah. Right. Three three dudes from NXT getting called up, all black, and obviously there's, um, you know, there's the two women with them, and that's that's awesome too. But just the way they started to repack their package them anyway, just felt like it didn't feel original it didn't feel organic and that's like and i want to draw like i want to differentiate between like what they're doing with retribution 
versus like the fiend because like the fiend is like a classic wrestling character like it's Mm -hmm. something that you would see in like comic books or it's like a childlike character in a sense but like the difference there is like they built up perfectly to the fiend and then it's like it's it's part of a story it's it had an aspect to thing to everything and for and the the visual was so much better you know what i mean like the visual of the fiend just yeah was striking this was dumb like these are dumb masks like it's just a total it's like night and day like if this if it makes sense then you can have these like really over the top characters like an undertaker like the fiend but like when it's just like kind of thrown together like there was absolutely no need for them to be wearing a ho- like a like a hockey mask or like a bane mask and changing their name right. like, there's absolutely no need for that so I'm not the expecting. Hockey, honestly, though, the hockey mask might have been the worst. That looked like they got the mask last minute. They went to <laughs> like spirit. they were. They went to the right. store and were like, "Fuck it, we gotta get a mask." Like, right. And they got the first one that was near the register and ran out. Right. So it just, the other two at least looked handmade. You know, they were like, "Oh, there's, there's probably someone back there who's making it." That I feel like Shane Thorne's broke. <laughs> he was like, "I need a mask." Yeah, so, it's just like it's just not. It wasn't well thought out. Like. Uh, we'll see where this goes. I mean, the, the report is that this is going to, they're probably going to be in the main event survivor series in a survivor series match, probably against the hurt business. Um, so we'll see. I mean, and that's honestly the hurt business has been and, and MVP specifically has been put in work to make retribution feel like a big deal, right? They're like, we'll be the guys who are going to take them on. Yeah, and he's and been, I mean, MVP is the MVP of 2020 been, right now. <laughs> yeah, he's been incredible. And so he's, I mean, not only has he saved kind of the Hurt Business and, you know, probably the career so far of Lashley, Shelton, and uh, Cedric Alexander, but he's kind of at least letting Retribution float. Yeah. I think that's preventing them from being a complete and utter disaster because everything else has fallen short. Them in the ring with those three guys or four guys, however it shakes out, like it looks legit because you're like, oh, these like Dio Madden and, and Die just specifically, like, oh, they could stand up to uh to Lashley, Shelton, and Cedric and MVP, and, and it looks legit. And then for MVP again to put them over the way that he's doing is is just a plus work on yeah. his end. All right, so let's shift gear to some positive things. Yes. Um, and NXT. So last night on NXT, they crowned two new number one contenders. Candice LeRae on the women's side won the Battle Royale. Um, I think this one was kind of expected because she's been kind of just lurking around. And I think there's an opportunity since it seems like they're turning EO back to face. Um, yep. To have a really long program, um, maybe a couple takeovers. Um so I'm into this idea. I mean, Candace is kind of coming into her own as a heel. I'm starting to like it a little bit more. I still don't really enjoy Johnny as a heel, but Candace, I'm starting to like a little bit more. So I, I think their match would be great. I think that's an opportunity to really kickstart something positive uh, for that women's division since it's, con- it's been kind of floating for a little while now since EO won the title. Like there hasn't been a, like a, a really... A clear-cut uh, contender. For a clear-cut her. contender, a great yeah. program for either one of them, for either side to kind of sink their teeth in, and I think this is an opportunity to do that. But the one that really stood out to me, and I think a lot of people had the same feelings, is Kyle O'Reilly is now the number one contender for the NXT Championship. Huge. And I cannot Huge. fucking wait for that match to take over. Um, it's, it sets up a lot, too, just with, with O'Reilly winning, right? So there's not there's just there's obviously him and Finn Balor, who are that's going to be... An incredible match. Oh, it's gonna be. But so it also good. it also sets up this tension between uh, Kyle and Adam Cole, right? There's just inherently Adam Cole wants the NXT title. He he had a chance to win the NXT title against Finn Balor, and he uh-huh. didn't win. And now his stablemate is going to have an opportunity to grab that title. And how how well is he going to take that? Um, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole had a an incredible feud in uh in Ring of Honor and like so there's potential there for that feud for that that could be what undoes undisputed era yep and like there's there's just so many seeds being planted like i don't think finn is losing the title i don't think so either and i, I agree with you i think there are seeds being planted for the demise of undisputed era um, right 
even it, it even started in the match. Cameron Grimes screaming at O'Reilly like uh, something like Adam is the man. Adam's always been the man of Undisputed Era. Like just planting those seeds that we can hear. So and even like Cole seemed genuine in his when he came out to uh, congratulate him. But that, that also could be like, a- that, I mean, I think that's also him being really happy for his friend. Like they're fr- they're right. like really really good friends in real life. So that's that that might have been a moment. But at some point. I think we're going to see some tension here being built, which is going to build yeah. to an incredible. Do you season. think it's going to be a slow build where we might see similar to what we're seeing, what we saw? I mean, now they've kind of ramped it up to 11, but like what we saw with Becky and Sasha, where it was like it took months to get there. But now once it's there, it's like they're going hard. Or do you think like we have a moment in the match where Adam Cole just flat out cost Kyle O'Reilly the title? Uh, I hope it's a slower slower build because like if Cole's going to stick around in NXT for the foreseeable future. And I mean, you and I thought he was headed to SmackDown or raw, um, you know, a week or a few weeks ago, right. When he lost the title, if he's going to be sticking around, I would love for them to kind of build this toward, dare I say the WrestleMania takeover, because I think like they'll put on a banger of a match. Like they could steal the weekend. If, yeah, if they're given that time. So you think it's it it would it would end up just being Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole and not like maybe a fatal four way where they all just fight each other or like maybe a yeah, tag team like, where it's I th- I mean I, I mean I don't know. I mean that's actually a really great idea. I, I haven't seen enough singles action from Bobby Fish from you be, to be like I oh yeah I kind of want to see that a long time. Right, and like I've seen Roddy Strong. We've seen Kyle Riley, seen Adam Cole. I don't know if Fish really adds to. I mean, he could maybe pick a side or stay out of it, but I think Cole O'Reilly is a money money match that just yeah. needs to happen at some point. And I think having it potentially at the WrestleMania takeover would be money. And yeah, like you can you can add a stipulation, you can add a cage, you can add whatever. But that build I mean, you would could, be freaking incredible. Yeah, I mean, you can do the blow off with a cage, or you can do like. Um. Yeah, you. I mean, this could build for a while. I, I think I like the idea of also introducing Kyle O'Reilly to the singles um, roster yeah, he's, because he's really good. I mean, he's he nice. had the Ring of Honor title run. Um, I think I, I think he's a phenomenal worker. He's he's great as a character. Um, he can do a lot of different things. So I'm. Um, I mean, I'm really into this idea. I agree with you. I don't think Finn drops the title. Um, and I I really hope that they start planting some seeds as much as we love undisputed era but it's always great like factions have to they have to break up like at some point they have to so like you have to start sowing some seeds of dissension here um and really start kicking the tires of like how do we break this up how do we move off of the undisputed era and then years down the line when they get back together some of like what dx did like there's money there too, you know what I mean? So it's a yeah, this is just a, another moment to be had down the line. Exactly. But, Same thing with the shield. Like they broke up, they came back, they made a shit ton of money off of that. So Right. A lot of a lot of good moments there. So with Undisputed Era, I mean it was uh, for me it was either all of them getting called to Raw and or SmackDown or you, if you're not going to do that, I think now's the time to break them up. Yep. And I hate that. Like I have I have an Undisputed Era shirt that I don't want it to be outdated, but if it means that that's then a classic, hey, good for me. But also, it's just it's just time for for different types of storytelling. Like, I I don't know how many more times I'll be interested in Undisputed Era being the tag champs. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why you got to break them up. Um, I think yeah, if they stay on NXT, you break them up. Key question though, who gets the music? Oh wow. I, th- I feel like Cole. I mean, he was the leader. Or if they, if and when they break up, you probably just gotta redo everyone's music. Or maybe like I feel like Fish is gonna stay with somebody. Maybe he stays with Roddy. They're just a tag team. Like I don't think they'll be four. No, Fish. If, if Fish stays with anybody, he's staying with Kyle O'Reilly. They've been a tag team for. Yeah, but if you want Kyle to be kind of a single star, which he clearly can be, if they feel they have this belief in him already, he had the the Ring of Honor run. I mean, unless Fish is transitioning to just more of a 
a manager role and maybe wrestling less, but I, I mean, I don't he's on the older that's... side. So, I mean, I could see that happening, which is right. Which is why, you know, to your point, that may be the right call for him to attach himself to, to O'Reilly and, and just kind of be a, you know, part-time worker, but full-time manager. I mean, th- th- that could work. That could work too. I- I'm yeah. with that. I mean, there's, this opens up, it's, it's crazy to think that one match opens up so many possibilities from storytelling wise. Yeah. And I have a little bit more trust in NXT doing the right thing and coming up with some interesting angles. So um, I think Adam Cole keeps the music, by the way, because he is just like his whole entrance is connected to that music right now. Oh, right. Yeah, the boom. The boom. The Adam Cole. I I mean, you could do Adam Cole, baby, to the John Cena music and it would still hit. So like, right. uh, That's a banger, by the way. I think that would be great. Also, (laughs) shout out John Cena. His own. HBO Max series. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, huge news for him. He is never wrestling again. I'm calling it right now. Never wrestling. Why, and why would he? He's getting paid so much money to be a friggin' movie and TV star. Yeah, he went the way. Get your money, John. Get your money. You've you spent too many years being booed for being good at your job. Go get your money. For real, man. That guy is so... so uh, it's crazy to think he's a 16-time champ and he's underrated. It's... I, it's crazy. It's just crazy, like the amount of hatred he got at that time because he wouldn't, he wouldn't turn heel, or or whatever the complaints people had about him. He and is, now, now people are just they now they appreciate him. It's just that classic, classic version of you don't know what you have till it's gone. Right. He is on the Mount Rushmore of baby faces. Right. I and wouldn't put him on the Mount Rushmore so of wrestlers, but of baby faces, one hundred percent on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, he, he was so over. You you couldn't find a kid who didn't like him, even if they weren't fully into wrestling, you know? And it's it, it's super wild. Anyway, we digress. That's our John Cena segment of, of the show. We should have a was, segment every week where we just talk about John just, Cena for 30 seconds. Yeah, just one minute of a, a one-minute Cena segment. Uh, that, that would be By the way, have you, have you, <laughs> have you seen, um, gosh, what's the movie with LeBron and Amy Schumer? Trainwreck. <laughs> oh, it's he's so funny in that. Where they have he's, they have sex. He's like the boys tell the noise. The boys have the noise or something like that. Yeah, he just says all these ridiculous things throughout the movie, and they're all incredible. Yeah. You should watch the bloopers of that as well. There's some bloopers with him that are beyond hysterical. Uh, he he makes Amy Schumer laugh so hard, and he breaks. It's a uh, it's absolutely incredible. All right. We have we have some some bills to pay, so let's let's go take care of those. Let's take a quick break to talk about our friends over at Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hire. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Let's take another moment to hear from our friends over at Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in the act, in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You get you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today 
and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I lost a lot of money this weekend on BetOnline, so... Oh, boy. But you also won a lot of money on BetOnline. I have. So, I have. I'm, I'm, you know, it's classic classic wins and losses with BetOnline. But you should I go mean, check I, them out I, and make your, own, make your own luck. I mean, I... Like I Billy, Billy I Zane bet, said in Titanic. <laughs> I bet half the NFL slate, and I lost every single game. Uh, I bet the over and the Cowboys by three in the Falcons game. They hit the over, and then the Cowboys. Oh, they definitely hit the over. Not so much the, uh, the yeah. spread. It was it was it was not a good weekend for me. So um, let's talk about some other things in wrestling. Uh, we do have a quick Clash of Champions preview coming up at the end of the show, but we wanted to dive into this really quick. It looks like Ronda Rousey may be coming back sooner rather than later. There's a report going around that she's she has been in the ring, kind of training. She was working with Roddy Piper's uh, daughter. Um, the only thing is. Who does she come back? If she comes back, who does she come back against? There's no Becky, which we there's the obvious storyline the there. Yeah. That was it. That was your money storyline. Charlotte. Charlotte might be on her way back soon. I feel like it's, be, but uh, I don't know if that one makes sense. Like we've seen that match. Bailey and Sasha are tied up till WrestleMania. If they're not together at WrestleMania, I'm burning shit to the ground because that is the match. Um, so that's out of the picture. Is it? Alska, like, did did she come back for a match against Alska? I mean, that's the most logical sense because Alska is the champion right now. She's the Raw Women's Champion. But is that is that super exciting? I mean, I guess like Ronda's really good. Alska's obviously incredible. So yeah, I think that has to be it. I feel like Shayna would have to be involved in some capacity since mm-hmm. now Shayna is on Raw. And uh, the other four horsewomen are also on Raw Underground. So it's uh, the, the ingredients are there for a four horsewomen reunion, uh, at least the four, four horsewomen of, of MMA. So, I mean, she's definitely coming back to Raw. And it could also be a swerve, right, where she feuds with Shayna. Like, that would, that would be also interesting. I, I don't know. So that would be interesting. I don't know if she has it in her to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think she has a. I don't think she is quite adept at separating wrestling from real life. and real life. Right, right. It, it just kind of blends together for her, which is totally fine. Everyone kind of deals with it their own way. So I, I see your point there, which is why I think Oscar is is kind of the only logical sense. And I do think though, bringing the four horsewomen together there would make a whole lot of sense as well, because yeah. three of the four of them are essentially there already. So add Ronda in the biggest piece and like make it happen. Yeah. I mean, introducing Ronda to the bunch would, would be the only way that you can elevate Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. Like that's the only way you can make them seem legitimate. So, um, I mean, that's fine. I I just, I don't know if I see this happening. I feel like she's done. Like, I feel like she is 100% just like as much as I would want to see her come back. Cause I actually enjoyed her. Um, I just don't think it, I don't think it's I don't think it makes sense. If Becky was around, I I would say 100% you come back, you make a shit ton of money on that rematch. 100%. But I don't think there's a money rematch. I don't think and she's definitely not going to stick around long enough for that when Becky does come back, which I don't even think will be until what like middle to late next year. I mean, yeah, at the earliest. Right. So I mean, I don't, I don't, there's nothing for her to really rush back to at this point. So I agree with you. I, I mean, Asuka would be great. Like, let's just put that out there. I mean, Asuka uh, was in the ring when she made her debut at Royal Rumble. Like, Asuka had just won the Royal Rumble. Right, right, right. But I, I don't know. Like, it, it, that's, let's, let's do some fantasy booking real quick. Like, that's the rest, that's a match at WrestleMania 37, right? Ronda, Asuka, where is that place? been on the card because it's not the main event that's your opener. Right? it's not even close interesting i, I opener is yeah, a really I good mean, match like I, I, i'm not trying to it is off. like opener is a really good match at wrestlemania because you're getting a crowd that's red hot and you're kickstarting the night and you don't have to wait till fucking midnight to, to go on like that's interesting i'm just trying to because obviously like i'm just and obviously it depends on what else is there 
let's just say Roman Rock, that would obviously be at the end because they want people to stick through. Sasha Bailey would be, I mean, I would also love to see that be the first match, right? Because that would be freaking phenomenal. I'm whoever Drew, whoever Drew's feuding with for the title could be in the running for that. I'm just saying like, there's, there's a lot more, there's a lot, in, there's a lot of interesting feuds happening right now or potential feuds that would supplant that as kind of, you also have to in throw terms of importance. You have to throw an edge, Randy Orton. Like they're going to do that match at WrestleMania. Right. 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 You know, knock on wood edge recovers. Well, like there's yeah. that, that card is going to be stacked. And yeah, I don't think they, I, I'm not, I don't think they pull off the rock Roman. I just, I don't foresee that happening. The rock is really fucking busy, like crazy busy for him. But I, I if, know. He, look, if, if they're filling that stadium for 37, They'll find a way. That they is will throw him if, all the though. money. They will throw him all. It is. It's a. It's a huge if. But if they can make that happen, they they will do it because that's B roll and footage for the rest of their lives of just the pop the Rock is going to get. You know, in L.A. and the image of Rock and Roman going face to face is is just something they they're going to want. Do, they can do thousands the and thousands of people. They can do the remake of the Hogan moment. Right, just kind of looking around. Yeah, maybe. it's just like I don't, I don't foresee it happening, just because like The Rock is shooting a movie now. He's shooting Black. He's always Adam. shooting a movie. Yeah, he's, he's got Black shoot- Adam coming up soon. Like he is always shooting a movie. I just don't foresee him. Granted, he's always in the he's always in the gym. It just it he would have to go back to yeah. wrestling and hitting the ring on a consistent basis. And. If they're not going to fill it with eighty thousand people, I don't think he shows up for what twenty thousand. Because that yeah. would be the that would probably be the the cutoff Man. is twenty thousand, so, which is still insanely too many people, by the way. Um, it is, but also like if so, if they cut the crowd, I will go to bat and I will die on this hill that Sasha Bailey should be the main event. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not here to argue that. I mean, that's that's been the best built feud already because just how long they dangled it in front of us. Like Sasha, Sasha Bailey, main event WrestleMania in a cell. Oh, a cell, a cell would be phenomenal. That's, I mean, Sasha's been in a in a cell match before, and she, she was the first her and woman, Becky woman's Hell in a Cell match, right? And it was phenomenal. That was a phenomenal match. So I don't doubt that her and Bailey could deliver on a huge stage like that. Uh, assuming that they don't make the cage red. Dear God. Just, just... Okay. All right. Let's move on to <laughs> um, our quick Clash of Champions preview. Um, let's do it. This card is entirely way too long. Way too many matches. They've been doing this far too often now, and I'm a little upset. Shit, I got things I got to do on Sunday nights, and I, I know I love wrestling, but the last thing I want to be doing is spending five hours watching Clash of it's, Champions. Uh, it's... It's my wife's birthday weekend, so I will have to be finagling some sort of time at the end of the day <laughs> to uh, to watch this live. Let's let's go through this rapid fire. We're not going to do like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, while 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 you run through it, I'll also give the betting odds because I do have them from Bet okay. Online. Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz for the U.S. title. Uh, I'm going Lashley. Be, that was my pick. He's also heavily favored to win his match at minus nine fifty. I have Lashley. I have Ricochet joining the Hurt Business. I have Ricochet too. Yes. I've been begging for this turn. Ricochet just needs to do it. Save my man. He is too damn yeah. good to not be on TV and be stuck on main event. Get him, get him out of main event. All right. Keep going. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza, who I didn't even realize were still a tag team. Street Profits are winning. End of story. Andrade, uh, I, I'm picking the Street Profits as well. They are not favored. To retain, so take that what you will. Uh, Andrade and Garza are favored to win. They're at minus one forty. Street profits are even though. It's not like okay, okay. It's not that far off, but clearly there's uh there's something there. Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match. I have Sami Zayn. Uh, I have I have Jeff retaining. He just signed a you know new deal to stay with WWE, and I think him as an IC champ is, is a solid move. 
and I think it allows him and Sammy to then feud just like individually. And you can give Sammy the belt back at a later time. Jeff is favored for this match. He's, he's four to five to retain Sammy right underneath him there at three to two and then AJ at three, three to one. So it's all, it's all fairly close, but I'm going Jeff. You're going Sammy. All right. Let's, Lakers let's are up three, one. Oh, officially. Yes. The official. There it is. Does this also mean that AJ goes back to Raw with with Paul Heyman on SmackDown? He might he might go back to Raw. Yeah. All right. Uh, SmackDown. Wow, my voice just cracked. SmackDown Tag Champions Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Lucha House Party. Um. Oh, sweet Jesus, Cesaro, Nak. I guess whatever. No, of course not. I guess I if Lucha House Party wins the tag titles, so help me God. You gotta get a Lucha House Party shirt. I don't want to make. <laughs> you got to get that shirt. All right, can, let's move on. I can usually explain purchases to my wife. I won't be able to explain that one. All right, let's keep going. All right, women's tag match: Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. I actually have the Riot Squad winning because I think they're going to break up Nia and Shayna. I know that they have this weird thing going, but they it sucks. should break them up. They it, should break them up. It really sucks. Um, and the Riot Squad are great. I I love the fan. Riot Squad. I think we should definitely have the women's tag titles on an actual tag team. Yep. So let's do that. They are not favored though. Shayna and Nia favored to retain at minus 250. All right, keep it going. Bailey, Nikki Cross. Uh, take Bailey. Bailey. Come on. I Bailey, mean, they'll keep this Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss story going too. Yeah, Alexa might cost her the title, which is, yeah. which is fine. Bailey at minus 600 to yeah. retain. Roman versus Jey Uso. <laughs> Also, Roman's supposed to be getting a new look and new music. And new music. I, yeah, when th- that's great. It's going to be awesome. Like, the odds should really be, is Roman's new music going to be trash? I'm leaning towards yes. Man, I, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say his new music's going to be good. And it's going to be at crazy least that they're retiring the shield bad. music. Right, they're just saving that. But I think that'll make it hit harder when the Shield eventually reunite in like five to seven years, and then you hear it for the first time. In a as long a duo, Re- reunite as a duo. No, when uh, when Mox comes back to WWE, he is never coming back. He's in the CM Bunk camp. He is never coming back. No, never say never. Um, never. never. Roman <laughs> wins. This is a weird storyline. Um, Here, I'll, I'll give you this though. I, I mean, I I kind of dig it because it's like this this family thing, like. It's just, it's easing Roman into this super heel, you know? Like, he hasn't fully, I don't think he's fully gone there. Like, he's he's done heel things, and he's, like, 90% there. I think this is the other 10% when he attacks Jay after the match. I will I will allow you to guess what Roman's odds are to retain. They, it's... Minus 900. Not even close. What Minus 3,000. Holy shit. So if you have any inkling that Jey Uso is going to retain, you should... Uh, I mean, I might put like time. my child's college fund on that. That's It's, it's pretty solid. It's yeah, pretty, that's, that's a guaranteed win. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Ugh. Don't like the stipulation. Like the match. I have Drew attaining because I think him and Keith Lee have something budding. Bruin. Yeah, but... They have uh, Drew and Randy have the same odds to uh, to walk away as champion. Minus one twenty each. So um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I still have Drew winning. Keith Lee's gonna get involved somehow. Yeah, I feel like this is building towards a triple threat at some. Well, can you even? I guess at whatever October pay per view is, you could do that. Uh, and then November, it's usually what champion versus champion. Ooh. Drew versus Roman? No, Drew's winning this. Uh, well, sir, it'll be Survivor Series, right? So that's November. So then, uh, whatever happens in October happens in October. But they, I guess, I mean, I guess you could have Drew lose the title here and win it back before Survivor Series. Yeah, you could do. Well, shit! It could be Finn versus Drew versus Roman. Oh right, triple threat. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Could be. We'll see. Um, and then lastly, which I don't think this is the main event, but this is the way it's ordered on Wikipedia. Asuka versus Zelina Vega. I'm pretty sure this is the kickoff match. No, I mean, it's for the title, so it'll be on the card. 
Uh, well, I mean, all of these are for titles. Right. I, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is a good point. Uh, I, man, I, well, if anyone's going to be on the pre-card, it's going to be the SmackDown tag titles. Both tag titles, like, yeah. Asuka's winning this match. My God. I, I'm just yes, really Asuka. happy that we're getting some fresh blood thrown into a pay-per-view title match in the women's division. And we're and seeing- been good she's Zelina's been really great. good i like Zelina. so um i don't think this is a, an extended feud i think this is probably a one and done but i'm into it um let's see some interesting things this is gonna be a really long pay-per-view i mean the last one that was like this that i kind of slept on i think was extreme rules and it ended up being really good so hopefully it's usually get- these it's usually these non-big pay-per-views that end up surprising us mm-hmm. and it's like the money in the bank one pay-per-view kind of disappointed because it was it was it was a little wonky and you know the uh the match itself was cinematic but yeah it's it's these lesser than pay-per-views the in your houses if you will that man they should bring that back in your house clash of champions dope as shit give me a 30 give me a less than three hour pay-per-view and i'll be happy oh my god i was when was the uh what was the last i think extreme rules was under three hours it was amazing yeah, it was great. no, no, no. I'm not extreme. When Roman came back, when did he come back? It was payback. literally the last payback. Payback, payback was less than three hours, and it was amazing. It was yeah. two and a half hours. We we're in and out. All I right. love that stuff. All right. Speaking of getting out of here, we're gonna get out. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Two Debronies with the Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on social at Two Debronies Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. We're making some headway on Twitter, and I'm really happy about it. Um, so you thank know. you to everybody for, for following us and interacting with our stuff. Um, you can follow per- me personally on Twitter at Jeremy A. Loss, and you can follow Ben at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts. And if you're one of our fantastic Apple Podcast users, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling spicy, leave a review. And our Spotify people hit us with that follow so you can help us climb those Spotify charts. And people, we've got a big, big show on Tuesday. It is our 100th episode. So we're going to be planning some, some fun stuff for, for everyone. But, man, I can't believe we've honestly made it 100 episodes and we haven't, uh, we haven't gotten to a fight yet. I know. <laughs> so it's, it's coming soon. It's coming soon, people. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks, as always, for joining us on this journey and this this ride of this show uh, in the meantime everyone enjoy clash of champions uh, if you can stay home if you can't wear a mask and always and forever black lives matter all right everyone we will talk to you soon peace <laughs>